Passion Translation, Matthew chapter 23. Then Jesus addressed both the crowds and his disciples and said, The religious scholars and the Pharisees sit on Moses' throne as the authorized interpreters of the law. So listen and follow what they teach, but don't do what they do. For they tell you one thing and do another. They tie on your backs an oppressive burden of religious obligations and insist that you carry it, but will never lift a finger to help ease your load. Everything they do is done for show and to be noticed by others. They want to be seen as holy, so they wear oversized prayer boxes on their arms and foreheads with scriptures inside, and they wear extra long tassels on their outer garments. They crave the seats of highest honor at banquets and in their meeting places, and how they love to be admired by men with their titles of respect, aspiring to be recognized in public, and have others call them reverend. But you are different from that. You are not to be called master, for you have only one master, and you're all brothers and sisters. And you are not to be addressed as father, for you have one father who's in heaven. Nor are you to be addressed as teacher, for you have one teacher, the anointed one, the greatest among you will be the one who always serves others from the heart. Remember this. If you have a lofty opinion of yourself and seek to be honored, you will be humbled. But if you have a modest opinion of yourself and choose to humble yourself, you will be honored. Great sorrow awaits you religious scholars and you Pharisees, such frauds and pretenders. You do all you can to keep people from experiencing the reality of heaven's kingdom realm. Not only do you refuse to enter in, you also forbid anyone else from entering in. Great sorrow awaits you religious scholars and you Pharisee, frauds and pretenders. For you eat up the widow's household with the ladle of your prayers. Because of this, you will receive a great judgment. Great sorrow awaits you religious scholars and you Pharisees, such frauds and pretenders, for you will travel over lake and land to find one disciple, only to make him twice the child of hell as yourselves. You blind guides, great sorrow awaits you, for you teach that there's nothing Binding when you swear by God's temple, but if you swear by the gold of the temple, you're bound by your oath. You're deceived in your blindness. Which is greater, the gold or the temple that makes the gold sacred? And you say that whoever takes an oath by swearing by the altar, it is nothing. But if you swear by the gift upon the altar, then you're obligated to keep your oath. What deception! For what is greater, the gift? or the altar that makes the gift sacred. Whoever swears by the altar, swears by the altar, and everything offered on it. And whoever swears by the temple, swears by it, and the one that dwells in it. 
And whoever swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by God who sits upon it. Great sorrow awaits you religious scholars and Pharisees, you frauds and pretenders, for you're obsessed with peripheral issues like insisting on paying meticulous tithes on the smallest herbs that grow in your gardens. These matters are fine, yet you ignore the most important duty of all, to walk in the love of God, to display mercy to others, and to live with integrity. Readjust your values and place first things first. What blind guides, nitpickers. You will spoon out a gnat from your drink, yet at the same time, you've gulped down a camel without realizing it. Great sorrow awaits you religious scholars and Pharisees, frauds and impostors. You are like one who will only wipe clean the outside of the cup or bowl, leaving the inside filthy. You're foolish to ignore the greed and self-indulgence that lives like germs within you. You're blind and deaf to your evil. Shouldn't the one who cleans the outside also be concerned with cleaning the inside? You need to have more than clean dishes. You need clean hearts. Great sorrow awaits you religious scholars and Pharisees, frauds and imposters. You're nothing more than tombs painted with fresh coats of white paint, tombs that look shining and beautiful on the outside, but within are found decaying corpses full of nothing but corruption. Outwardly, you masquerade as righteous people, but inside your hearts are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Great sorrow awaits you, religious scholars and Pharisees, frauds and impostors. You build memorials for the prophets. Your ancestors killed and decorate the monuments of the godly people your ancestors murdered. Then you boast, if we had lived back then, we would never have permitted them to kill the prophets. But your words and deeds testify that you are just like them and prove that you are indeed the descendants of those who murdered the prophets. Go ahead and finish what your ancestors started. You're nothing but snakes in the grass, the offspring of poisonous, poisonous vipers. How will you escape the judgment of hell if you refuse to turn in repentance? For this reason, I will send you more prophets and wise men and teachers of truth. Some you will crucify. Some you will beat mercilessly with whips in your meeting houses, abusing and persecuting them from city to city. As your penalty, you will be held responsible for the righteous blood spilled and the murders of every godly person throughout your history, from the blood of righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah, son of Je Jehoiada, whom you killed as he stood in the temple between the brazen altar and the holy place. I tell you the truth, the judgment for all those things will fall upon this generation. I just want to pause there and say, 
these words are so harsh. They seem so harsh, and yet the truth is that being religious is not the answer. Being religious turns you into a hypocrite, one who does the very things that they say that they hate. That's what it says here in Matthew chapter 23. The answer? Jesus. The law of love. Found only in Jesus. Matthew chapter 23 verse 37. Jesus is still talking and he says, Oh Jerusalem, Jerusalem. You are a city that murders your prophets. You are the city that stones the very messengers who were sent to deliver you. So many times I have longed to gather a wayward people as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were too stubborn to let me. And now it is too late since your city will be left in ruins, for you will not see me again until you're able to say, Welcome the one who comes to us in the name of the Lord.